This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to Don't Stop Us Now. I'm Claire Hatton. And I'm Greta Thomas. And we're on a mission to help you achieve your goals. We're all about sharing the secrets of the world's most innovative and pioneering successful women. Hear their uplifting stories and practical advice right here. Yes, right here. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then why not sign up for our newsletter at hello at don'tstopusnow.co and keep listening for this week's latest episode. Hello and welcome to this week's Future Proof Me mini episode. Before we dive in, Just a quick shout out to anyone living in lockdown or quarantine or simply just not feeling great today. We see you as we're coming to you from lockdown Sydney, thanks to the Delta variant spreading here. Yeah, these certainly are roller coaster times and I really feel for it's such bad timing for those families here, given it's school holidays now and they were planning to go away perhaps. So reaching out to you guys if that is you. Exactly. And if there's one thing that COVID's given us then, it's given us plenty of practice with uncertainty, hasn't yeah. it? You know, and practice with quick changes to one's work and life plans. Oh, you can say that again. It's also giving us the chance to build and practice resilience, I think, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of resilience, nice segue, by the way, there, Gret. Thank you. That's really what it takes to create change and introduce new ideas at work too. A while back, we spoke to senior Microsoft exec Mitra Azizarad, who heads up their AI and innovation division. Now, Mitra is someone who's had plenty of practice trying to introduce new ideas and approaches. And one of her top pieces of advice from our conversation was all about resilience and how you react to being told no when you pitch an idea or a disruptive change in a big corporate. Here she is now. You're going to get a lot of no's, you know, when you really push for something and you're motivated to do things on that blank sheet of paper, you're going to get no's again, get energized by the word no. That actually is something I say quite often. If you asked anybody on my team, what I say a lot of is get energized by the word no. And I have been saying that probably for the past decade, but I think I should have known that when I was 30. It would have been great to say get energized by the word no. Yeah, that's a great way of looking at the word no. One of the things I'm intrigued by, though, is how do you know your own mind? You know, when you get a no many times, but you still think it should be a yes, how do you know that? Yeah, you know, I've been asked that question a lot um, because there is a very fine balance between becoming a squeaky wheel that people get annoyed by or really coming back with other views of understanding why you got the no, 
and sort of re-architecting the message coming back with another angle. I would say that until you get to the third no, and if you really are trying to do something that is pretty disruptive and way out there, most companies of a large size are architected to do the horizon one work, right? Like how do you do the work that's on the truck today that you're selling today that you know that you're architected around and getting that engine to be more efficient. When somebody comes out of left field and says, hey, we've got something else, there's a different engine, or this isn't about making something that already exists better. This is around doing something totally different. The mindset sometimes of the people you're talking to, you have to give them enough time to actually acclimate to the ideas that you're bringing forward. And very often I'll say to my team, if somebody gets a yes the first time around, I may say, wow, maybe the idea wasn't so far out there then. Like if everybody agreed right off the bat, maybe we weren't pushing for as much disruption as we should have been. I would say when you start getting to a point where you don't have a different angle to bring forward and you're past sort of the third no, then it is a good time to check do a check and balance against that idea and decide whether you want to go back in or, hey, you know what, this is maybe one of those things that fall off the list. And I think that comes with experience of knowing because you shouldn't just keep doing that regardless. You know, you really have to learn every time you get a no how to come back differently the second, third time. If you get to the point where it's just going to be a repeat of what you've done before, maybe the idea isn't something that's going to move forward. I really like that saying, get energized by the word no. You know, it's actually quite similar to a phrase I used to tell myself when I had a business development role in advertising. And that phrase I used then was, I'm one no closer to a yes every time I got a rejection. Oh, I really like that. (laughs) Yes, it's really about mindset, isn't it? You know, not taking a no personally or as a negative, but actually, as Mitra says, almost expecting a no if you're pitching change or innovation. Yeah. And I love that she says, get energized by the word no, because that really has positive connotations, you know, being energized. And I can just picture Mitra relishing the challenge and the opportunity to bring her idea to life, regardless of being told no the first time. Yeah, I can absolutely see that yeah. too. You know, it, it is actually all about how you frame that rejection and remembering that we all get to choose how we react. I think that choosing that more positive response really helps differentiate those who are successful at creating change from those who are less able to get innovation through. Yeah, for sure. And particularly when you get that first rejection that you actually then pause and spend time reflecting if you need to tweak your pitch or if elements of your idea need to be changed in order to fly. Totally agree. Well, that's this mini episode done and dusted. Wishing everyone a positive and energised rest of your day. See you here next week, same time, same back channel. Yes, indeed. Stay safe and sending you positive thoughts if you're in lockdown or doing it tough right now. Ciao for now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.